friends. Thanks for listening to Pick Your Battles. I'm Kayla. And I am Dana. And we have the one and only Daria Dugar. So um, thanks for doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Joining of course. us in the closet. We appreciate yes. it. What are you drinking? Um, a Celsius because, you know, energy is needed. Yeah. <laughs> so I did the math. And we've been friends for 27 years. Dude, dude, like seriously, what is life? What That's is like life? a whole college graduate. I was in <laughs> one. What <laughs> is life? <laughs> That's wild. Isn't that crazy? Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. And that we always got mixed up in school. Really? Like people would be like, Dana. Yeah. And we're like, I mean, we look, we look identical color. so it makes sense you know, like right. that's why i understand the confusion <laughs> oh that's so yeah. great isn't that nuts yeah. and now we have babies together and i was actually mm-hmm. pregnant when i met the twins for the first time but nobody knew yep. oh yeah. mm-hmm. that, was that the thanksgiving mm-hmm. thing yeah. yeah 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 and so obviously jimmy knew and we we're like playing with these twin boys and we're just like Oh my so God. Twins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Seriously. So tell us about those boys, those baby angels. Yes. Oh my gosh. So they just, you know, turned three and we had a birthday party for them um, at my mother-in-law's house because her backyard is like way bigger than ours. You would think that they were turning 18. Like the amount of stuff that we did, I was just like, no. Like, why are we doing this? It was like the party just kept continuing. It's like Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So I'm like just now recovering, but they're so good. Like their personalities have been like just so insane to me as far as like being a parent, especially of two people. And then you have like, okay, there's mom and there's dad. And obviously like mom is extremely type A. Naturally, dad is like, what? Just go with the flow. I don't know. I don't care. So now we see that in them, especially when it comes down to like them getting bigger. They're 20 minutes apart. So Ezra is the oldest, definitely his father's child. Like he's just like, I mean, we're not doing that. All right, I'll find something else. (sighs) That baby B. (laughs) That baby that Zade is definitely like the youngest. If it was a matter of like oldest and youngest, he's definitely his mother's child. It's just kind of like tension, but like, don't pay me attention. Like, I want to do this. I don't have any other option. This is the only one, like no mom, no dad. It's gotta be this. So it's just been really funny kind of like just seeing them like navigate and like when they're with each other, it's just like, they play and then they fight and then they play and then they're like come on baby why they call each other baby I'm not sure but they call <laughs> each other baby <laughs> instead of their names so like come on baby come on baby come over here so it's like a swap as far as like who's leader who's follower it's it's awesome oh and Zaid has been like that since the womb oh yeah he was oh, always yeah. like the one that was up in her ribs <sighs> or like just For causing sure. yeah so it's all he's always been like that <laughs> For sure. Uh, why are you in Houston? You're so far away. No, I know. I know. Ugh. Well, other than being a mom, tell us what you do for a living. I am a licensed professional counselor, and I recently, um, my practice just turned one last month, um, kind of like the the blessings and the curse, of course, of COVID. Me 
tapping into private practice, I was already working at um, a practice just as an independent contractor. And we just kind of looked up, like, especially because we transitioned into doing telehealth, we just looked up and was like, we could definitely be doing this like by ourselves. You know what I mean? So it was kind of a like great timing for us to just be at home, have the kids here, like that fluctuation, like saving on daycare and everything like that opened up my practice and have been providing services for my population of people is like 21 to probably like maybe 45. Um, a lot of anxiety, depression, adjustment disorder, a lot of people just kind of like going with the flow of entering into this phase of life where we thought things were going to be like this. And then now they're like, what? <laughs> I don't understand how to navigate life with all of these restrictions and all of these changes and stuff like that. So are your boys at home with you now then, or are they yeah. going to get, they are. So I yeah. guess I would like to know about that. Like, how do you manage working and then also having the boys at home? Well, gratefully, like it's been one of those things where people have had to shift as far as like the normalcy of things. So like my husband, Demetrius, he's been able to be at home with the boys while I'm at work. And I'm really just kind of like full time in therapy world is like 20 clients like a week. So it's not like 40 hours a week. So we get to kind of like shift off whenever I've got like sessions in the mornings, he's holding it down. If I don't have any at night, I'm holding it down. So it's been able to like navigate by way of us being more hands-on and being around them instead of having to have that bill of like, can I get a discount? I've got two. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I can only uh, imagine. Yeah. So do you feel like if you're, you know, having a session with someone do you have to remind yourself to be like totally present if you hear them like fighting and you're like, uh, Doogie, what are you doing? Are you doing that? Are you, are right. you caring for them? Because of like who we have been as like, okay, like teamwork makes the dream work. Like how, like what are our parenting styles? I think that because of the fact that I've always gone into it, like you're a parent too. Like you're not a babysitter. Like even though moms, like those are our babies, like it's our way or the highway type of thing. I've always gone into it kind of having to have that, like, you're my partner and you're their parent. So you're going to have your way of like keeping them alive. Just like I have mine. Right. So we, I have to have kind of like that peace of mind in a sense, like, you know, at the end of the day, it's not just, you know, my brother, you know, watching the kids or something like that, or like the grandparents watching the kids, like this is somebody who, you know, actually cares, you know, extremely for them. Like these are their, their these are his kids as well. So I think the, the peace of mind that I've gotten in like that anxiety kind of like always is here. Cause I'm like, you got it. I don't know what's happening right now, but I'm not on duty. So that'll take <laughs> care of it. <laughs> not my problem. Yeah. I think that's huge. Cause even with my husband, like he and given Mason is not three yet, but she's still crazy sometimes as a six month old. Um, you just have to like respect that even though they're not doing it your way, they're still getting it done. Does it make me cringe sometimes the way and the steps that he does? Absolutely. Sure. But at the For same sure. time, I'm like, I'm on break. It's okay. Do it your yep. way. What has been your biggest battle that you have either fought or chosen not to fight since having the twins? Um, I would say being away from family, you know, like, you know, Dane, like everybody is up there in Michigan. So like, for me, 
And thankfully, you know, like my parents are like jet setters and like my brother is too. So we've been able to navigate it. But as far as me, it's been hard because of the fact I grew up in such a big family. Everybody is like close together. We have like potlucks and family reunions and do holidays and everybody comes together. So I think that that's been the hardest since having them. They haven't been able to be around like my cousins, how I grew up around my cousins, like all day, every day and stuff like that. So that's been the struggle of trying to especially like get them back and forth. We definitely like made it happen. Like our first trip when you met the babies, like when they were six months, we were trying to like navigate that to be a thing. But then of course, you know, the greatest gift of COVID happened. So what was from plane rides, you know, went to uh, road trips, which that was amazing also to introduce them at a young age because sitting in a car for forever and two Sundays, we were like, how is this going to work? How is yeah. this going to happen? But kind of like with anything, when you introduce stuff to like children early, they kind of like get used to it. So we've been on a couple of road trips to be able to kind of like get to family a little bit more often but that's kind of still been the struggle you know not being able to kind of just get up and go and be like hey you know we're gonna go see you know gma today or we're gonna go and see like my dad's dad like my granddad so that's been hard i know Ugh, i know that's that is tough for sure yeah i can't imagine being that far from family but doogie is from houston so it's not yeah. it, you know so that's also plays a part of it it's okay. like well good that he, they get to be around his family but then kind of selfishly yeah. you're like yeah but i mean i have a family okay exactly exactly and that's kind of been the thing that has given me you know a little bit of peace like in um doogie's side of the family like all of his cousins have boys like everybody's got a boy and like there's probably only like three girls so whenever they all get together, it's just kind of like, I get grateful that there's like from their age, I think they're one closest to them is like 18 months apart from the twins. So like they get together and like, it's not like any lost time. They all hang out. So that's been pretty good to kind of like see them be able to still grow up with family and, you know, gain relationships like that. So it's still been kind of like a a little bit of peace, you know, if I can't have the whole cake, at least I got a slice. <laughs> Amen. I like that. Any food analogy, here for it. Love it. So being a therapist, do you ever find that you maybe roll that into your personal life with your husband or with your kids? I mean, yeah. You know? <laughs> and to be honest, like I do like catch myself, but it's mainly when there's like miscommunication or you know I preach it so much like kind of like when you uh, practice what you preach like if you were to give you know your friends or family or whatever advice and like you're speaking it out there and then it's nine times out of ten coming out stronger because either it's something you're experiencing and you're not taking care of you know what I mean so for me I talk so much about communication and I talk so much about like boundaries and like advocate for your feels tell me what your feels are and I find myself sometimes like saying it during a time where like Doogie would be like, what? Like, I am not on a couch. I'm like, no, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I am not on your couch. <laughs> Do not bill me. <laughs> but it's just kind of one of those things where like, it just makes sense. You know what I mean? So like, even with the boys, like I try to get them to like use their words and like, I try to kind of be repetitive. Like, nope, I don't know what that means. Nope. I'm not doing that. 
uh, nope, try again. You know what I mean? Because it's like, we need to be able to communicate. I can't provide you what you need from me if you're just screaming it at me, because now I'm going to be resistant. Yeah. You know, as petty as that sounds, I'm like, no, now I don't even want to do it, even yeah. though I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so I do sometimes like find that I do kind of like cross over every now and again, but I mean, it is appreciated because to not have at least, you know, just the structure of like, you know, communication and boundaries, you know, my husband has been grateful of the fact that he does communicate with somebody who has to teach basically communication and stuff like that. Otherwise it would just be like, we're just going to keep going at it and we're going to forget what we even were talking about to begin with. Right. <laughs> There's no structure here. You know, part of our goal is to kind of hit like all sorts of ages of kids and like kinds yeah. of parenting and battles and that kind of thing. And social media definitely plays a part into that, you know, living sure. so far away, FaceTime, like posting For pictures sure. and all that kind of stuff is great because I think it gives people that sense of connection, yeah. but mm-hmm. I'm sure, you know, it plays into people's mental health as well and feeling, sure. um, you know, anxious about not being somewhere or, you know, whatever. So is that something that you have seen a lot of since you've been practicing? Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people have been having a difficulty with coping kind of with just like depression. You know what I mean? It's sadness. It's frustration of like not being able to control anything that you were used to being able to control at the end of the day. And even though like technology has been a blessing by way of kind of like to your point, being able to like still keep in touch and like FaceTime, people still like proximity. You know what I mean? People, it doesn't, it's not a good substitution as far as being able to kind of like get that fulfillment of, yes, like I'm with my family. Like I get to actually like laugh and embrace them. Nope. I'm on a screen with it. I'm going to have to, you know, try to figure it out how this is going to suffice. So a lot of people have been struggling, you know, with that, especially when it comes down to, you know, kids or people like, having kids, you know what I mean? Like not being able to do the things that you thought that you would, especially as like, if you're a new parent, or even if you're a parent that has had, you know, kind of like preteens and like teenagers and stuff like that, you kind of have a template of who you want to be as a parent and like what you want your kids to experience based off of what you experience or lack thereof. So when things that are not in our control, like insert themselves, we don't know like how to now go about the template that we thought we were going to have. How am I supposed to be okay with this and have this be my new norm when I know exactly like what it used to be like? Yeah. Yeah. I think about those kids who turned, you know, 18 or graduated high school the year COVID hit. Like Mm -hmm. imagine you're going to school your whole life and you never Mm -hmm. get that closing chapter. You never get that graduation ceremony. Mm -hmm. I think that would be devastating. And I also think about the kids who their first, you know, year, two years of life, people wearing masks. Like, I always wonder Mm -hmm. how that's going to affect them long-term. Yeah, that's so true. And I've actually had a lot of people that have transitioned. Like some of my clients are the ones that transitioned from high school and in college. So it was like, I had a year of basically my last year being a senior, super excited, can't do anything. And now I'm entering into my freshman year, super excited, can't do anything. Yeah. So like I've had kind of like that fluctuation of both of those where it's like, yep, 
back to my regular scheduled program of not being able to talk to anybody, not being yeah. able to meet new friends. And like, you know, they hear certain things about, especially from their parents, like preparing for college and like, you know, taking a trip down memory lane, like college was like this for me. And then it's like, yep, nope that's not happening. Like, that freshman year is such a crucial year where you do, you make so many friends and you do so many things mm-hmm. for the first time to not be able to do that mm-hmm. would be so hard. So it's been a struggle for a lot of them kind of in that like 17 to like 19, 20 age of, I don't know how to adult, but I'm supposed to be adulting because right. of the fact that everything has been like handholding by way of just log on like that's all like you really have to do so even as far as motivating things like getting a license has been something that has not been on any radar in adolescence these days it's just kind of like I, I'm like you don't have your license yet like how do you don't you want to like go to like the club or whatever <laughs> like, turn 18? like I'm thinking about all the things that I was excited about of like being 16 and like aging and having a license open the door to so much independence, you know, when we were younger to where now they're like, eh, I don't really care. I mean, my mom will drop me off. Uh, I don't, nobody does that. There's been a divide for sure in trying to adjust. So what do you say to motivate them? I really try to have them see that we have to adjust at the end of the day. And I think we've all especially have succumbed to that it's nothing is in my control. So now I just have to go with whatever parameters have been provided. So having a mindset that no, you can't control COVID, but you can control how you handle it at the end of the day. Instead of it being something that was like, nope, shut down. You can't go outside. You can't breathe air. You can't (laughs) do anything. It's kind of like in all reality, like you really can, you know, it's just like the depressing thought that a lot of things that are major and easy to do get snatched away from you. It's behavior is a choice. You know what I mean? Like there's always an option for you to be able to create the world that you want to. You just have to want to actually create that world. If you want to go to college, you can go to college. It's just now how are you going to navigate it? You take that, take those feelings, accept it, and if you mm-hmm. need to talk to someone, talk to someone. It's yeah, the best thing that you can do for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I like to tell people our negative like emotions and like <clears throat> our negative feelings, trials, tribulations, traumas really are our best friends. As uncomfortable as they are, they teach us like everything. They teach us the things of like caution, like, nope definitely not going to do that again based off of like what I experienced but if we actually instead of like straight up like sprinting away from them all the time we're not running towards anything we're just trying to like make sure it doesn't catch up to us so in retrospect to work towards change is being able to be like hey like let me slow down what's up sadness how you doing sis what's up bro um don't really like you but I will give you the floor. It's your time to shine. What's wrong with you? Like, why are you here? Like, what's going on? In order to then kind of like have a real life, like, how do I advocate for you now? You know what I mean? Like now, how do I put my cape on to prevent you from happening anymore? You know what I mean? Or again, or like frustration, like what's up? Like what brought you here? So that now I can work towards adjusting to the things that make me frustrated. I can adjust to the things that make me sad or angry or like, you know, put me in a depressed mood and like spiral all the time because I'm recognizing you now. What did you say? What's up, sadness? How's it going, sis? (laughs) That might be my favorite thing. (laughs) Uh, Well, we'll let you get back to 
your three boys you can't forget about I know, right? right i know i can only imagine it's like when you're not around them you can just already expect what to see when you walk <laughs> out of watching sanctuary like i know somebody's gonna be on somebody else's head and somebody's gonna be over here like just scrolling through something like yep yeah. the closets are a safe place <laughs> yeah we found it started right. out as a joke but everyone that we've like had on and we tell them to go in their closet they're like this is kind of nice like, this is actually really nice <laughs> i might not leave <laughs> right right oh well thank you so much for thank joining you. us yeah, and um, letting us pick your brain when we get more topics that we like i don't know how to talk about that we'll have you back there you go and we'll I take you back it. into you. Yep. <laughs> i love it i'm here most definitely i can do it and if you have any topics that you think should be on or you know people you let us okay. know yeah for sure i got you um so just remember that it is okay to pick your battles and it's okay if you pick the wrong one 